October 9th. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 through chapter 2, verse 8. This letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. It is written to the church in Thessalonica, you who belong to God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. May His grace and peace be yours. We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we talk to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and your continual anticipation of the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know that God loves you, dear brothers and sisters, and that He chose you to be His own people. For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power, for the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. And you know that the way we lived among you was further proof of the truth of our message. So you received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit, in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord. As a result, you yourselves became an example to all the Christians in Greece. And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond Greece. For wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. We don't need to tell them about it, for they themselves keep talking about the wonderful welcome you gave us, and how you turned away from idols to serve the true and living God. And they speak of how you were looking forward to the coming of God's Son from heaven, Jesus, whom God raised from the dead. He is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment. You yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. You know how badly we had been treated at Philippi just before we came to you, and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare His good news to you boldly, even though we were surrounded by many who opposed us. So you can see that we were not preaching with any deceit or impure purposes or trickery. For we speak as messengers who have been approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He is the one who examines the motives of our hearts. Never once did we try to win you with flattery, as you very well know. And God is our witness, that we were not just pretending to be your friends so you would give us money. As for praise, we have never asked for it from you or anyone else. As apostles of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands on you. But we were as gentle among you as a mother feeding and caring for her own children. We loved you so much that we gave you not only God's good news, but our own lives too. Hey, this is Glenn Roberts from The Refuge. I am currently in fourth phase. Hello, everybody. This is Doug from Phase 3. Hi, my name's Joe Newland, third phase. What's up, everyone? It's Jeff Zendorf, and uh, I'm in third phase. And I was asked to do a little something on being still. I was asked the other day to talk about what it means to me to be still. I was asked the question, uh, what being still means to me. And I wanted to share what being still meant to me and what God has been revealing to me during my time in quarantine. Here, I have had COVID. I was definitely probably the sickest man in the refuge. So, you know, it was really hard. Couldn't breathe. My mind was just racing all over the place. 
to know, you know, I was going to die. I wasn't scared, but I was almost ready to go meet my maker. And I started thinking about my daily routine and I, how easy it is to fall into a daily routine. Completing task after task, uh, moving from one place to another, one job to another, and getting comfortable being busy. And the days and weeks go by and suddenly I realize uh, that the time has flown by. I don't realize the days and weeks have passed. I've had so much time and spent so much time doing the things that I wanted to do, accomplishing the tasks that I wanted to accomplish, that I forgot to spend time with Jesus. So with me and my past, being still was not a thing. I always had to run one direction or another. Where I was was never good enough. And then where I got to where I, was, I thought I needed to be, when I got there and was there for just a little while, that place wasn't good enough. Psalm 46.10 comes to mind, be still and know that I am God. When I reflect on that, God really has shown me that uh, I've been ungrateful and entitled lately. Be still and know that I am God. What The first uh, thing that pops into my mind is what, what the heck does that mean? Like, am I just supposed to sit here and not do anything at all? Um, which is not the case. Um, being still is just like, for me anyways, calming yourself um, wherever you're supposed to be or wherever you're at is where you're supposed to be. You know what you're going to say before you say it, you know, that's something you already know. Well, most of the time anyway. But um, if you just sit back, listen, and learn, listen for God, that's the way you learn. That's the way God will talk to you and show you the way. Focusing on the things that are eternal. Putting aside the things that are temporary and the things that are of this world and spending time listening to Jesus. Listening to His voice in a quiet space so that I can refocus the direction for my day. And uh, He's been reminding me on how uh, truly blessed of a person I am. I'm blessed to be here, I'm blessed to be alive, and I'm blessed to have a family and an awesome group of guys around me that truly want uh, what's best for my life. So God tells me, be still, and look what I've already done for you. God is with you wherever you go, no matter what. And uh, right now, He's with us here in the refuge, and He's teaching us that no matter where we go, He's going to be with us, and He'll give us the strength and the courage to do anything. Because when I find myself in that busy, hurried, rushed state of mind, I forget what really matters. And so when I can be still and listen to Jesus and redirect where I want my day to go, I find that my days are fulfilling and they don't fly by without notice. And the things that I spend my time doing bring joy to me and to the people around me. So do not conform to the ways of this world. Instead, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know His will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. My old way of thinking was run, 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 run from my problems, run from my problems. And I always ran into new problems, but everywhere I went, there I was. I was the problem, so um, he's teaching me how to change my way of thinking. I'm no longer a problem uh, because he's the answer. Uh, in the beginning of chapter 2 in Revelation, John tells the church of Ephesus that uh, they have abandoned the love they first had for Jesus. So for me to be ungrateful and not getting, for not getting things... Uh, my way 
or for losing a little TV time is me forgetting what Jesus has done for me and what brought me to him in the first place. So I want to encourage everyone to remember how broken we were and to remember the love we first had for him when he saved us. Be still. Be still. Be still. Be still. And know that he is God. I thank everybody for helping with this week's radio. Um, We've learned a lot about being still. Being still is not something that comes easy. But when we are able to be still, when we are able to let God have control, that is when we grow. That is when we get closer to God. And that is when we feel His love most. So I love everybody in the refuge and not in the refuge. Everybody that's listening, trust in God, believe in Him, and be still.